Are you ready for a little R&R? Well, welcome to the Roots and Reasons podcast, brought to you by Southern Roots Outdoors, where we talk about all things outdoors and the reasons we love what we do. From outdoor products to icons in the industry, we cover them all. We believe in God, family, and the outdoors in that order. So sit back and enjoy the show. I love it when a plan comes together. Another big plan in the Southland. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Roots and Reasons, hosted by Southern Roots Outdoors. I am Charles Butsy Coates, here with Sean Barr this evening. How you doing, Sean? Oh, that's a first. How you doing, Butsy? Well, it's never had Matt's you. not that's here, right. so I Matt's have to acknowledge you tonight. Have you heard from Matt? I have not heard from Matt. I'm wondering if it's something to do with that last... Uh... Yeah, when we were on with Carney, he was talking about he wasn't sure how to walk into yeah. the house, and Ashley probably listened to that podcast, and... Probably need to send an Amber Alert out on Matt now. There's no telling. Uh, I've been warned not to mess with a pregnant woman, so well, I'm he, not going to save him. I bet he learned. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Matt. Yeah, we we missing Matt tonight. So what's been going on with you, Butch? Uh, busy. You another busy anything? week. Another busy week trying to it's your life. get you some stuff it. done, and the weather we've been having has not helped out. Of course, yeah. today we rained out. Is that what happens when you rain out? You go buy a new truck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good deal. Well, you got to do what you got to do. That's right. That's right. I heard when you don't have nothing to do, you spend money. That's right. When you ain't got no money. It's expensive <laughs> when, you, when you're stuck at home. <laughs> That's right. So, What we got today, Butsy? Tonight we have Hooked on Tails, Captain John Styron. How you doing, Captain John? What's going on there, Butch? Oh, man, just another day in paradise. I heard that, man. I heard that. What's happening to Sean? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking, John. Not very many people ask how I'm doing, man, so I'm kind of... I'm not used to that. It's cold. It's like shell shock here. That's right. That's Doing right. Pretty Everybody good, pays man. attention to Butsy instead of you. Huh? That's right. That's right. That's, That's exactly. how it should be. That's right. That's right. That's gotta just because he's got a big mouth. That's all. That's right. <laughs> so Captain John is the owner of Hooked on Tails, Boat Fishing, and Rod and Reel Charters, who is a, I would say, a big sponsor for Southern Roots Outdoors. Definitely. Has Definitely helped a big us out a ton. For sure he, we've been on some pretty good trips. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. So, John, won't you tell us a little bit about um, how you got started in the, I guess, the fishing industry as far as charter captain? Well, as you know, Butch, we grew up together on the water, and uh, pretty much all my life I was either in a boat or playing football somewhere. So, or uh, in the woods. Well, in the woods. That's right. <laughs> so uh, it just kind of stuck with me since I was young. You know, my dad started letting me you know, drive his boat when I was like five years old. And I guess it just, you know, I took to it and always wanted to be on the water. And I think I caught my first five pound trout when I was like either five or six years old and actually won Venetian Isles Rodeo with it. I've uh, never caught a five pound trout. <laughs> I don't think I've caught a three well, pound trout. That's because you don't come on a boat with me often enough. <laughs> this is true, but we fixing to change that. <laughs> But uh, anyway, yeah, just grew up out there and uh, started bow fishing when I was probably 15, 16 years old with two of my other buddies who uh, one is a captain now as well. Uh, and we started out with a, just a regular flat boat with an outboard and some, some Home Depot lights, you know, <laughs> and uh, through the years just gotten better and better and finally figured out, you know, I could probably make a little money doing this. so. Started the business, and it's been doing great ever since I started. And, guys, for those of you who have never been bow fishing, 
it, it, it's kind of a, it helps me fill my void of wanting to be in the woods hunting and everything. When it's not hunting season, I go out with Captain That's John right. and I hunt fish. That's right. It definitely passes the time, man. And once you go once, you're pretty much hooked. That's why we named it Hooked. There you go. Shoe fits. So Sean is not not really, I wouldn't say not into fishing, just doesn't do it very often. No, I'm not and, into uh, fishing. You can say I'm not into fishing. I don't own a fishing pole, but when it comes to bow fishing. I know Sean. Sean's always down to go bow fishing. That's right. That's right. You, you ask me to go regular fishing, I, <laughs> I might have something else going on. You ask me to go bow fishing, we head it out. Um, it's a right. whole other element of it just it, of fishing in general um i guess like you said like like hunting you know you know what you're pulling the bow back for to me with a rod and reel you cast it you don't know why you're casting it in that spot you think that's, that's where right. it's supposed to be that's right and not a lot of people you know things people don't realize is uh it's not just fishing to me like i get to see the whole contour the bottom and everything and what's under the water and things different things you find different things you see you get to see the habitat under the water at night because you can with the lights you know as y'all know it's not just fishing it's just it's you know we could go out there and not shoot a thing and i still enjoy just looking and seeing looking for those dinner plates right yeah that's right, y'all remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. Going back yep. to the first time we went fishing, I'll, I'll bring us back a little bit. We was, we we brought a vet on a fishing trip, and we were we were cruising through there, and Captain John said, all right, guys, coming up here on the right, there's going to be some some uh, silverware and some plates. And he named a couple things. He's like, we saw some fishing here, but be careful where you shoot because, you know, we don't want to tear up some arrows and stuff. And I'm like – <laughs> dinner plates and, and like silverware and what is he talking about and it's like yeah it's all stuff remnants of katrina which was 2005 2005 yep. 2005 yep. so that stuff's still there like like captain john says you see that and during the day when you're fishing you don't see stuff like that you know and what's weird about it is too is like captain john said you know everything's it's constantly changing so we could go back to that same exact spot tonight and those plates may not be there and then you go back a month from now and then they show back up right they're there they just covered up so plates didn't leave butsy no they didn't leave plates didn't leave (laughs) another cool thing i've found and i don't know if i've ever told y'all about but uh uh, when i go out into the lake in certain places you know they got higher ridges and the the land's eroding away a couple nights i've found some uh actual indian broadheads from back in the day that just i guess i washed up on the shore cool, and you can really? see them sitting yeah i got a couple that i've kept it's pretty cool to find that you know Man, the indians that used to live out in the marsh wow so yeah it's not just fishing it's definitely some history involved in it and just you know that's neat. a whole bunch of different things to see well so. it, and it, it also gets a group of people together you know you you have your buddies that you hunt with and you may not be able to go to their hunting camp and they may not be able to go to yours so they go hunting every weekend you share stories after the weekend's over but with bow fishing you can get five six guys on the boat together and you you you've seen it john how many times is you know these guys just start cutting up and they high five and then hooting and hollering congratulating everybody i mean it's just a blast Oh, yeah, it's a good time. Sean, you missed out on uh, one night I had uh, some, you know, wanted to go kind of scout, and I called Butsy up, and we went and uh, brought two of my other buddies that are real close. It was kind of a last-minute thing. But uh, 
What's he got to shoot a big old red, like, what, yeah. 42 inches, 46 yeah, 40, inches? 41 inches. Yeah, but he, he did. He actually called me, but he was almost to your place when he called me to let me know he was going <laughs> bow fishing that night. So I, I did know about it, I guess, beforehand. But, yeah, he called me the next day to tell me about his fish, too. It was. It was a big fish. That may be why I shot good that night. You weren't on the boat. It's probably exactly what it was. We went up in that pocket, and I, I ain't seen Butsy that smile that much for, for <laughs> ear to ear in a while but we went up in that pocket man and he took off in the size of the wave i was like man is that a freaking dolphin you know right and uh when he turned i could see him coming i said he's coming back at us coming back at us and butsy smoked him right in the head that's amazing and, uh, right that there yeah. big, i mean a big red so I, I just i put another arrow in him because i didn't want him to lose him right and we ended up getting him in the boat and uh uh, but he's actually getting him mounted now. Yep. I think he's mounting him with both arrows in him. I will have that fish back next week is what I'm being told from the taxidermist. Cool. Yeah, yeah. that's a big fish. Yep. I know um, when we went out there with my cousin and them, in the video that we did for that, it's amazing that you know you can hit these fish that are 18, 20 inches long, but when a nine-foot garfish comes oh, by, they yeah. shoot at it 13 <laughs> times and, <laughs> and don't even touch it. I don't know. I think they might have hit it and it bounced off. That's what I'm going to say. But uh, That thing was a dinosaur. Yeah. He's still a, he's still a dinosaur. <laughs> you get rattled. Them big fish rattle people up. You don't understand. I, I had some, some people from, uh, what were they, Minnesota? No, no. The Minnesota crew hit them very well. The other crew, I can't remember where they were from. They were from up north somewhere and came, and they were missing – five foot gars but they were hitting the dink gar fish i'm like are you kidding me <laughs> really i said what are y'all doing up there said, i don't know man i don't know and finally i guess they calmed themselves down they started hitting them we had a i think one night we had a six and a half and a seven the same night they spawn it right now so wow. mm -hmm. so john you see people from all over the united states coming down to shoot these fish huh? oh yeah yep i've had uh some canada some pennsylvania uh maine i had some guys from maine come a couple weeks ago um but yeah all over That's i haven't awesome. had any that are off the continent yet like alaska or, you know mm -hmm. or, or hawaii but i'm sure one it's, day it's I might coming. Get one. it's <laughs> coming so so tell us john what is the majority of the fish that they can expect to shoot if they book a trip with you well it, it depends on the time of the year but we mainly try and target redfish you know louisiana is the only state you can shoot redfish with a bow okay. so a lot of people come here to do that. But there's also a lot of people that come to shoot these big gar fish. Mm -hmm. They want to mount a six or seven foot gar. Right. So, um, but, but we, we try and do redfish, sheephead, drum, uh, gar, flounder. Flounder's really, you know, it's, it's hard to shoot flounders these days. They're not as plentiful as they used to be. Right. But every once in a while, we'll find a few. Um, but mostly you can expect to go shoot redfish. That's what we're trying to kill. So, so if a client wants to shoot a six foot gar, he can request that when he books his trip with you. Hey man, I'm looking to shoot a six foot gar. Could, could we focus Definitely. on that? Definitely. If somebody, if somebody wants to come and shoot a garfish, let me know. Cause we can go to a whole different spot, which there's more gars in that spot. If okay. I go try for redfish, most of the time I'm going in saltier water where there is gar, but there's more uh gar in like a brackish water in a different place so mm -hmm. if somebody wants to go shoot gar just kind of tell me and i will make sure to go in the the spot that has more gar fish gotcha john how many people 
can you book on a trip, you know, as far as your boat, your capacity? I mean, I can, I can take up to six, six okay. plus me. Gotcha. So, um, if a group comes, uh, and wants to fit six on a boat, we can, if you got a bigger group and you got like a bachelor party, I can accommodate as many boats as you want. Right. I just have to call all the captains and, and book them for the same night. Right. So we can do six on my boat, six on another boat, six on another boat. Or if you got, uh, let's say eight people, we'll do four on one boat and four on another boat. Gotcha. So we'll spread it out and, um, I can accommodate it all. So we just got to know a little bit in advance so we can get the other captains. And they can also book like a uh, package deals as far as bow fishing and rod and reel stuff like that. It doesn't have to just be bow fishing. Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to go rod and reel fishing, that that uh, I can do that too. Um, if I'm not available, uh, I'm also a New Orleans fireman. If I can't get off of work, uh, I do have other captains that I can uh, accommodate and get them to to bring you on rod and reel trips. Okay. Where do y'all normally fish out of? Like, if a person wants to look on a map, so to speak, that's top secret, Sean. Well, I mean, we blindfold them on the way down there. Is that how it works? Yes, sir. At the okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and answer my own question. And if it's like that, sounds kind of me like turkey hunting. Yeah, it's exactly. pretty much like, okay. So y'all fish off the boat launches where y'all leave out of, and then go. Fishing. All fish are shot in the water. In the water, correct. And the boat is launched at the launch, <laughs> correct. I'm with you now. No, we fish. We fish out of Hopedale and Delacroix. Okay. We can't give no personal spots. Oh, no, no, no. We're either, not looking either for... Either Hopedale, Marina, or Delacroix. Uh, down yeah, I wasn't looking for GPS uh, coordinates. I was no. <laughs> I was meaning what launch do you use? Right. No, I know where you were going with that, Sean. <laughs> but uh, sometimes we'll go out of the Chef Pass. You know, if, if, if there's fish around, you know, I grew up fishing the Chef Pass, and we would go out every night and limit out every night, and it's just not like that anymore around the Chef. Uh, we've had the intrusions of the spillway being open and putting all that fresh water in and, um, the Pearl river dumps a lot of, of muddy water in. It's just hard to see and hard to find fish around Jeff again. Yep. Is that so where we went I out can, of with the plates and all? Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. So it's a lot, it's a lot better. I can, um, I can't guarantee anything, but you've right. got a way better shot to shoot more fish out of Delacroix or Hopedale. And how long is a typical bow fishing trip, John? Uh, we we it's we try and do it four four and a half hours, okay. but I, I, y'all know me. I'm gonna stay out and try and get more fish. If right. it's worth it. If the tide's high and I try and tell people, look, hey man, it's not a good night. We probably need to reschedule. Mm-hmm. And they're from out of town. They're like, look, we uh we can't reschedule. This is the only night we got. As long as it's not bad wind and it's just high water, I'll still take them out there. Right. You know, no lightning, none of that. But um. When it's high water and I go out there and we don't shoot too many fish mm-hmm. and it's not worth staying, you know, then it's a four, four and a half hour trip. But I usually make that call when I'm out there. Right. With that being said, I didn't mean to cut you off, Pussy, but back to y'all's trip when you shot the big fish, mm-hmm. I know that you've called me a couple of times, say, hey, we're going out with John because he's got clients coming in mm-hmm. tomorrow and the next night. So I, I go back to saying that because when you book a trip with him, he's going to go out and scout the night or two before to see where these fish are. So when you get there, part of that four hours isn't looking for fish. He knows pretty much where he's going. Correct. Most of the time, but fish can move. So, you know, like the other night I spent two and a half, three hours riding around because the water was so dirty everywhere I went. 
finally in the last half hour i found some fish and they started shooting so i made the decision to stay later right and we ended up shooting a good bit of fish but it took a while to find them and some nights i can't always find them it's just how it goes but i try my best every time i go out well i know this the few times i've gone we've been in places i'm thinking Hope he knows how to get back because once you get way out there and you start hitting those little ponds and this mm-hmm. and that, and you look up and you see lights off in the distance, but you don't know if that's the same light you saw earlier. You don't know which way you headed. And oh, sometimes we go out far enough to where the lights disappear. There yeah. is no light. I mean, it's only lights when one's on the boat. Right. <laughs> it's, it's it, but that's what makes it that's fun. Another thing about going out there, I didn't mean to cut you off, Sean, but no. I'll forget. I'm getting old. Uh, you he cut knows. them lights off at night. I mean, on a clear night, obviously, you can see everything up there, and it's just so cool to sit out there. You can almost want to turn the motors off and just relax for a few minutes and think about it and talk to God, you know? That's awesome. What about lodging, John? If somebody books a trip with you, do you have lodging down there that these guys can stay at, or do you know people that have camps available for these guys to stay at? I don't have any lodging, Butsy, but I do have friends, uh, that have them. I got another captain that built a nice big camp down there. He told me, uh, he can, he can accommodate people. Just give him a call and, you know, I can set things up with him. Uh, I got another guy down there that's got a lodge. I also have, uh, one other, one other guy who is a captain. He's got a camp down there. It's on the water on Hopedale canal. Okay. Uh, the only way to get to that is by boat. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, he does a lot of people that come down and want to fish for a week and bring their own boat. Mm-hmm. They launch. He's got a little spot for them to park, and they bring their boat and stay in his house. But like I said, because it's only water accessible. Gotcha. But really nice camp on Hoopdale Canal. Um, and that, that brings up a good point, John. Um, some of you guys may fish down in Delacroix, Hopedale area, riding rail fishing, and you may have a camp and. You see all these air boats and mud boats going out with boat fishing, and you're interested in a trip. We need to give uh, Captain John a call and book a trip with them. Yep, anytime they're ready. Just uh, you know, and I do get people that call that that have seen the boat or have seen different things and say, "Hey, man, we're down here. I know it's last minute, but right. can I book a trip tonight?" And if I'm open, obviously, yeah, let's absolutely, do it. absolutely. Uh, but it's, it's, you know, if it's a last-minute call, obviously, yes, call me and ask. But it, it's probably, if it's Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, I'm probably booked up. Right. Uh, if it's during the week, you can almost guarantee, you know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, call me because probably don't have a trip. Um, every once in a while, I do have some during the week, but most people that come down, come down on the weekends. Right. So, like, like right now, all of May and June is booked every weekend. But that doesn't mean don't call because right. it could cancel and right. you have the opening. Right. The phone right. calls. Yeah, definitely free. call and call and ask and I'll give you you know, if y'all down here, if you got some people that are down for a couple of days, I can give them a couple options or I can say, Hey, if I if I get a cancellation, I'll call you. You know? Right. So and, and Captain John knows a lot of other people in this bow fishing industry. So if it's something where you you have to go on this Friday night and John can't do it, he can recommend other captains and all that he'll talk about on the phone with you at that time. Definitely. Definitely. I can call up my buddies and, and even ask them, you know, if, if they don't want to call themselves, I can call and say, Hey, I got two people or six people that want to go out tonight or tomorrow. You got to right. open. So, so John, tell everybody how to get in touch with you as far as uh, Facebook email. What's the best way to get in touch with you to book a trip? Um, 
Uh, I got a website. It's hooked on tails, bowfishing.com. You can uh, message me on there. Um, the, the Probably the best way to do it is to go on Facebook or Instagram and message me or just call me. My number's on all three. Um, if you want to call me, call me anytime. If I don't answer, I'm either on a fire call or a medical call or just busy with my pain in the butt kids <laughs> that, I, that I love to death. But I will definitely call you back. Right. Um, but yeah, Facebook, Instagram, or, or give me a call. Also, like I said, um, the website. One more question for you, John. For somebody that's listening that's never been on a bow fishing trip, and has never held a bow, bow hunting, like they don't even hunt. I mean, you go through the whole thing with them. I, and w what I'm saying is don't be hesitant to call because you've never done that. You're going to go through the whole thing with them before they even, we go out on the trip to make sure they're comfortable with the equipment before they go. Don't sweat anything at all. We get a lot of people, a lot of people that's never done it before. And um, I've figured out a pretty good way to teach them. Um, I, I actually bring a, a Coke can now or cans that beer cans that people drink on a boat or whatever. And I take and crack it open and I'll get into a pond where I'm fishing before I start fishing. I, I run out there, I'll stop and I'll break that can in half and throw it in the water to where it sinks. And I let them shoot at it. I tell them, hit that can or we're not fishing. And I, I explained to him that you got to shoot low. I teach him how to shoot the bow and all that. So, yeah, don't sweat anything. If you've never picked up a bow before, I'm going to teach you. You're going you're gonna to shoot fish. Don't worry about it. Uh, when, when can I get some of these lessons? Well, Butsy, I mean, <laughs> you know where you to gotta shoot. you got to drop a bucket in the water for Butsy. <laughs> yeah. No, Butsy knows where to shoot. He just has right. them nights where he, yeah. he he's off. And guess what, guys? I've been doing this. 25 years now 25 years and i have my nights where i can't hit nothing believe me i almost sling the bow out the boat i, I witnessed that wasn't... the second to last time we went <laughs> he captain john could not hit a fish and it was frustrating there's some nights where i can't miss right. i mean I, i'll hit them 20 yards from the boat i'll hit them on side but i hit them i just can't miss and everybody's like i can't believe you do blah, blah, blah. you can't hit like that how come I can't hit nothing? I'm like, well, I have been doing it for a while, but then the next night I'll go out and I can't touch a fish. I'm right. like, I'll just put the bow down. I'm done. Right. <laughs> usually, usually people ask me, Hey, you going to back us up? So we put some fish in the cooler in case we miss. I'm like, of course, of course. Yeah. And cause there's nights where I can't hit nothing. I'm like, look guys, y'all on your own. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, I know this about South Louisiana, especially coming up with the summertime bow fishing versus rod and reel fishing i'll take the bow fishing over that rod and reel any day because of the sun in general you know when you're bow fishing you out like you said under the stars enjoying it and i'm not gonna say it's cool because i don't know if you have a cool august night but it's a whole lot better than a hot august that, day. that's exactly <laughs> right that's exactly right so if you know for those that are listening that Maybe from up north, like you're talking about, Michigan, Maine, all that stuff, and want to come down. Keep that in mind when you want to book a, a trip down here. That, that bow fishing trip may be the way to go because they're probably not used to that humidity, sun, no shade during the day. That bow fishing trip's the way to go. Yep. Look, man, I love I love riding real fishing, but 
my bow fishing. I don't think anybody could ever take it from me. Even on the worst nights when it's raining, I'm watching the weather. I'm like, I still want to go, you know. Right. When it's raining during the day, I I could care less. You know, I, I'll fish another day. <laughs> Look, I'm itching to go bow fishing so bad. I bought Captain John a new slicker suit the other day. Oh, you did, did Ho- you? Hoping he'd just call me and say, "Hey, let's go scout." Is that right? You know, you scout, huh? Yep. That's right. Well, we probably would have went this week, Butsy, but uh, I, I had had some guys come the other night and. We won't get into it. I'm just going to say I busted a light, so I'm waiting on a new light to come in. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. That's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a – That's the uh, – what do we call that? The, uh, the bloopers. The bloopers. The with, with, fishing bloopers. That's right. Bloopers with hooked on tails. That's right. That's there you right. go. Well, Captain John, look, we really appreciate your time, man. And, um, and besides the time, we appreciate your support with Southern Roots Outdoors. Every Definitely. one of our trips that we've gone on, without hesitation – Captain John's the one that we call, and he's the only one that will allow to take us. I mean, it's just the way it is, and it's because of good experience, you know. And um, for the for the vets and the experience that Captain John has on the boat, you know, it's it's two way street there. I mean, it's it's a good time. So, you guys that want to book a trip, get with Captain John on Facebook, Instagram, call him, email him. You know, you can even. Shoot us a message at Southern Roots Outdoors. Myself or Bootsy or Matt will respond with you. We all have Captain John's number. Um, Bootsy knows where he lives. If he won't answer the phone, he'll go get him. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of ways you can get in touch with Captain John. Um, I even know where the boat's at, but you probably don't want me taking you. No, just call Captain John, okay, <laughs> guys? Don't call Bootsy to take you on a fishing trip. But, uh, Captain John, again, we appreciate you, man, and we look forward to seeing you soon. I know I think we're going to be seeing you at the end of July. June. Is it June? What is June? July 30th and 31st is. July 30th and 31st. Veterans and the trip. See, John, I'm getting old too, buddy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I got it on the books. We we talked about it uh, earlier. I look forward to seeing y'all. And, Sean, I told Butsy too. I notice it has nothing to do with the bow fishing, but I just want to let you know, you know, my property up there, y'all, y'all can uh, try and do something to help, help, you know, somebody and bring them hunting at my place, you know, plenty deer up there. What did you say? I could go turkey hunting when you're not there. <laughs> That's that what I heard you say. And I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm a, if I'm gonna let anybody on my turkey hunting. Our editor for this podcast <laughs> can put that in there that you said that I could go turkey hunting <laughs> without you there. So, hey man, no. look, anybody could have went this year. The oh, I know. Outfooled me this year. I usually kill three a year. I didn't kill a one. Really? So, turkey three, John zero. Wow, that's on. That is unheard of for real. But yeah, we appreciate that, man. On on the hunts as well, we appreciate the offer, and you know we'll we'll more than likely be taking you up on it. You know, um, yeah, man, it's a good time. We'll hang out and everything up there, and you know, awesome. cook outside and hang out and do a little thing with. We'll let Butsy cook. Oh, I can. Well, cook. that sounds like a winner because I'm usually the one that's cooking up there. So. We'll let Butsy cook. He he says he knows how to cook. Oh, we'll have some good hamburger helper. He cooked for me a couple times up there when he came up. Yeah, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll cook. <laughs> Big boy got to eat now. <laughs> he, he ain't Butsy for no reason. <laughs> that's right. So yeah, well, John, thank you very much, man, and uh, we'll see you soon. We sure appreciate you, and uh, God bless, man. Thanks for your service on the fire department as well. Oh, man, ain't no problem, man. Thank y'all. I appreciate it showing them books. All right, Cap. Have a good night, man. All right, buddy. We'll see y'all. And I was raised up down where roots run deep.
Can I get a name? Man?